Okay, we begin a new parak by Meisha. A similar discussion about what exactly women are allowed to wear in the street on Shabbos and what they what they cannot. And again, the issue is some things that the women wear will be part of their uh, body, will be tumble to their body, and some things that they wear will be considered to be carrying, uh, even though it's on their body, will be considered to be carried by the body and will be forbidden. And we're going to start off the parak with things that, although they really are tumble to the body, but there's an added concern that the woman might take them off to show to her friend. And uh, after that, then she might not put them back on and she might come to carry it. So the mission begins, with what types of things can a woman go outside? And with what can she not go outside? She can't go out with strands in her hair, woolen strands, linen strands, other straps around um, that, are, that are on her head. And we're gonna see in the Gemara what in the world is going on. Rashi learns that these are, again, strands, straps that are woven into the braids of the hair. That's what Rashi learns. And this is difficult to understand because this would seem to be a type of, um, you know, decorative thing that's bottled to the hair and it doesn't like doesn't seem like something you would take out of the hair. So why in the world can the woman not go out with these uh, ties in her hair on Shabbos? And the mission now adds one more point. Another law, besides for not being allowed to go out with these strands in her hair, she can't go to the mikvah. A woman who's going to the mikvah can't go with a chatzitza. It has to be that the water can go through all the parts of the body. So she can't go to the mikvah until she would loosen them. And the reason for this is because if it's loose, then it won't be a chatzitza. But if it's very tight, then it would be a chatzitza between, um, between her hair and, uh, the, and, and the water. So she would have to loosen them before she'd go. Below, now going back, we'll see that the Gemara's gonna be like, why are we talking about the mikvah here? Now, back to Shabbos. Below, with totavis, below Savitin. She can't go out with, with, with the totavis or Tavitin. So the is going to talk about what these are. So we will wait uh, for the Gemara. But this is only true when they're not sewn. In other words, these are things that are sewn into her hat. And if they, and, uh, if, if they are sewn, then it's not a problem because she's not gonna take off her hat because the idea is a woman can't have her hair uncovered. So she's not going to take off her whole hat. So the only concern is that she would take off the ornament that's on her hat. So if it's sewn into it, it's not a, it, then, then it's not a problem. But if it's not sewn into it, then it is, in fact, a problem to go out with these ornaments when they're uh, not sewn into her hat. And again, the specifics, and then we will see in the Gemara. Well, low cover is A woman cannot go out with a cover to riches around. Now we have to see what in the world a cover is. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll wait for the Gemara. Now, if you notice here, it says you can't go out with a couple into the street. What about the things before? Those things, it sounds like not only are you not allowed to walk into the street, but a woman can't even go into the courtyard with them. And the reason for this, we're going to learn in the Gemara, is because the rabbis were concerned. If she goes to the courtyard, she might go into the street. So the rabbi said, not only can she not wear these things in the street, she can't even wear it. Uh, inside of the courtyard. However, with this, with the kavul, the rabbis were lenient that she could wear it in the in the courtyard as long as she doesn't go in the street. And the reason we'll see in the Gemara is that the rabbis had to leave, leave a certain basic amount of jewelry that a woman could wear on Shabbos that she would be, uh, you know, find she would be appealing in her husband's eyes. The Gemara says so. A woman can wear some basic things; she just can't wear too much. So, therefore, this idea of the kavul, we'll, again, we'll see what it is in the Gemara. But she that's only restricted in the street. But as long as it's not in the street, it is okay. Velobi ear shows up. She can't go out with an ear shows up. A golden city. So, what's a golden city? So, it would look like Yerushalayim, and it would be like this um, this this ornament that would look this golden ornament that would look like Yerushalayim. So, that's also forbidden again because you might take it off. Velobi katla. Katla is a choker, right? She wear it around the neck. Again, she might take it off, uh, take it off to her friend, and come to care. Velobi nizamim. She can't go out with a ring that was. That was um, in, in, in Islam usually is a nose ring that's forbidden such a thing because she might take it off to show to her friend. Or with a ring, even if it has, doesn't have like a signet on it. So it doesn't have a seal. 
but just a regular ring on the finger. So, 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 so she can't, even that type of ring, she can't go out. If it has a signet, it has a seal, so that might even be us from the riser. But the mission is coming to say that even if it, um, even if it doesn't have a signet, it's just an ordinary, you know, decorative ring. So that's forbidden with the because she might take it off and come to carry it. Similarly with a needle that doesn't have an eye. A needle that doesn't have an eye is another way of saying like a pin. So she can go out. So to say that you can't go out with a, with a, with a sewing needle for sure, that might even be Midaraisa. The Mishra is coming to be Mechadash, even like a pin is Asr because she might come to carry. All of these things, if she goes out wearing the Mishra, she's not Chayav Achadash. Because all of these cases, they're, they're, they're adorning her body. They're making her look good. And anything that's making her look good is really tuffled to her body. It's a burden to her body and it's not considered to be a burden. However, in these cases that we've learned, Midrabana, the problem is that she might come to take them off, show her friend, and then come to carry it. And that's why the rabbis restricted her from wearing the Mishra But again, if she would, she would not be So that works for most of the Jewelry mentioned in the second half of the Mishnah. But now the Gemara focuses on what we learned in the beginning of the Mishnah. The first thing was the woman can't go out with these strands, the woolen strands, linen strands, or the straps that are woven into her hair. So the Gemara says, Then the Mishnah said, and also, besides for the law, she can't go out with them in her hair, she also can't go to the mikvah until she loosens them. So the Gemara's like, who's talking about dipping in a mikvah? Why is, the, why is that law coming, coming into our discussion at all? The Mishnah is actually teaching us the reason. What is the reason she can't go out with the woolen strands or linen strands that are tied into her hair? I mean, obviously, it's an adornment for her hair. It's good for her hair. So it's bottled to her body. And it's not likely she's going to come to undo them to show her friend. So why is it that she can't carry it? The answer is, because the Chaman said, that even during the week, you can't go in the mikvah until she loosens them because it would be a chatzitza. If so, since the law is that during the weekday, she can't go to the mikvah when she's wearing them until she loosens it. So therefore, the Rabbanon said that on Shabbos, she can't go out when she's wearing them. Why? Maybe there will come a time when the Nida, let's say, or Tzvila Shal Mitzvah has to be done on Shabbos, and she's going to go into the mikvah, let's say, on a Friday night. So when she goes to the mikvah, she's going to have to untie them. Even though she could just, by the letter of the law, she could just loosen them. But she might come to untie them completely to go to the mikvah. And then she's not going to bother putting them back on after going to the mikvah. She's going to come and, and, and inadvertently not realize she's going to be over on, on, on carrying on Shabbos. So because of the possibility that she might have to go to the mikvah on Shabbos. And in that scenario, she's going to have to loosen and maybe even come to undo the knots in her hair. And then we're concerned she might not do them, put them back in, and she might carry them in the street. So therefore, Mitzvah we said that a woman can never wear these, 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 these strands, these woolen and linen strands in her hair, on Shabbos. So that's what ends up being. So we really are learning about a completely different restriction. Not that she might, Stam, she might come to show it off. Not that it's a burden, but that it, since it's an article that she would have to remove for tefillah, so therefore the Rabbanon said, don't wear a period on Shabbos to protect against the scenario, she might go to the mikvah on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, What about, again, she's tying her hair, but here the threads are a little bit different. They're, they're, it sounds like they're open, they're thicker, and because they're much thicker, then when they're, when they, when they're in her hair, they're not as tight. And the point is, since they're not as tight, could she go out? What's the shaila? The shaila is that maybe since it's not as tight, it's not a chatzitza. If there's not a chatzitza, she wouldn't have to take it off, so we don't have a concern. So Amalei, Rav said, to Rav Kahana, Arik Amri, talking about selling woven, koshu, Arik Logos, or anything that's woven is not included. In other words, any, any woven janier is not part of the, uh, the, the takana, the chachamim, against wearing them on Shabbos because it's not a chatzitza. So the point that the Gemara is trying to say is, basically, it's going to depend how tight it is. If it's going to be very tight, then like the, you know, these strands of wool or linen, then we say you can't because of the, 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 the chatzitza issue and you might come to carry it. But as long as it's just a couple of things woven together, 
that uh, wouldn't be as tight, so then it's not a prohibition to wear it on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, it's Renami, who's also said, Amarfuna, but Rage, Rabbi Shua, Koshu, Ar, Lokaz, or anything, Wolf, and the Rabbana weren't Kaiser. Vikida Amri, a different statement from Ravuna. Some people will say that he responded differently. Amar Ravuna, but Rage, Rabbi Shua, Chazani, Chazina, I saw, Lachwasi, that my sister is the Lokapton alive, that they're not mocked on taking off. These uh, these chains of thread before they before they bathe in general. I know there's nothing to do with the mikvah, but when I see that my sisters are going to bathe, they don't take off these th- these chains of thread in their hair. Why not? It must be because the water goes through because they're loose. And if so, it would follow that the halacha is a woman wouldn't have to remove it before going to the mikvah. And then it would follow that the halacha is a woman can wear it in the street on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, What's the, Is there any difference practically between the two versions of Rav Huna? The first version was anything that's woven is not included in the Xerah of Chazal. The second version is that he's saying, I see that my sisters don't take them off before they go to the bath. So is there any practical difference? So the Gemara says, The difference is, let's say there's something dirty, there's something muddy, in the in, in the chain. So according to the the Lush and the Ravuna said anything woven is not a problem on your guard. So the bottom line is it's woven, she can go out with it, therefore I'm Shabbos. But according to the other Lush, which emphasized that his sister wouldn't care to take it off before bathing, even if they're loose, but if the chains are dirty, make the cop to allow they'll be mocked because we don't want the water to get in it and make it dirty. Therefore they would remove it before going to, into, into the um, into a bath. And then remove it before going to the mikvah, and therefore it would be offered to go out on Shabbos, even though technically it might not be a chatzitza issue, but uh, it would be a problem because she'd be makwana not to go into the bath of the mikvah. So since she'd be makwana not to go into the bath of the mikvah, it would in fact be a problem to go with it out, with, to go out with it on Shabbos, despite the fact that it's loose. So the second lashon is emphasizing that it's not only about if it's loose. It's not you don't assume you have a blanket header. If it's loose, it's not a problem. If it would still be something that a person would be makwana before they go in the mikvah, then you're not allowed to go out with it uh, on Shabbos. That's the general rule. So now the Gemara now moves to more of the laws of Chatzitza Tananos, and we learned in the Mishnah there. And again, because coming off of our Mishnah here, the takeaway is that any strands of wool, linen, and the hair are Chatzitza. So we learned in the Mishnah there, Eluchot Zimba'adam, these are things that make a Chatzitza for a person's body. Chutei Tzamer, Chutei Pishon, Ritzua Sheberashi Abonos. The woolen strands, linen strands, and straps that the world, that the girl, that the girls wear. So these are exactly the things that, um, these are exactly the things, the materials that our, our Mishnah said. Rabbi Yudah, my Rabbi Yudah says, Rabbi Yudah disagrees. He says the wool, the wool or the hair, um, and this is interesting, they would take strands of hair and use them as like ties in the hair, so that's not a chatzitza. And they shall my bottom and Rabbi Yudah disagrees. He says the water does in fact get in because he says that these things are not so tight, the water could get in, and therefore um, it's, not, it's not a chatzitza. So he disagrees. Now the Gemara just clarifies, all these things, the woolen and woolen things, are, are, these are things that are, are worn on the, in the hair, on the heads, on the heads of the girls. Meaning, right, the Tanakhama was saying, he said three things, right? He said, the woolen straps, the linen straps, and he said, the straps are on the heads of girls. Well, the, the, the woolen and linen strands are also that are on the heads of girls. They was going back on all of them. Okay, so now the Gemara says, what other possibility is there that Ravuna has to exclude? Meaning, what where else would the woolen or linen strands be worn that you have to say that's not the case meaning obviously it's talking about the hair where else would these strands be tied that we would uh that we would be that we have to exclude maybe you say rafuna wants to exclude if the strands are worn on the neck and maybe he would say that it's not a chatzitza if it's worn on the neck maybe the woolen strands and the linen strands are only a chatzitza in the hair not on the neck 
But says the Gemara, Udamai, what kind of, you know, which materials are coming to exclude? Either way, it doesn't make sense. Even with the it's coming to exclude wool and saying that wool is only a problem when it's on the hair but not on the neck. It doesn't make sense. says, if a soft is a chatzitza on hard, meaning if a soft material, the wool, is a chatzitza when it's on hair, which is a little bit harder, it could still be a chatzitza. Is there, is there any shaila that certainly soft material on a, under a softer skin would for sure be a chatzitza? So, if skin is softer than hair, then there's no question that it's going to be more tight when the when the strand is on it. So it should be, if anything, a bigger chatzitza. So Rav doesn't have to clarify that it's on the hair to exclude the neck because, if anything, it's a koshakin. If it's a chatzitza, according to the Tanakama on the hair, certainly it's a chatzitza on the neck. And the same thing with Pishon. Maybe you'll say he's coming to exclude the case of linen streams, linen straps, because right, flax is a little bit harder than wool, and maybe someone's going to say, oh, it's not as tight against the skin, and maybe it's not a chatzitza on, on the neck, but it's still a shver because you're telling me that the hard material of linen is a chatzitza on hair, even though hair is hard. So certainly that this hard, this hard thing, this linen, should be a chatzitza on the soft skin. So either way you look at it, if, what, what, if we say that wool or linen are chatzitza on hair, even though hair is hard, well, the, all are more certain that they will be a chatzitza on the softer skin of the neck. So why would Rav Huna have to emphasize the chatzitza, the Tanakama, is in the hair? He, I, what, what, what would he be excluding? The neck? Well, Koshikin, it's a chatzitza on the neck. So the Gemara says, You know why Rav Huna holds that these things are only a chatzitza on the hair and not in the neck? says, A woman will never you know, strangle herself. She's not going to tie it too tight if it's on the neck. She's always going to be tied loosely so that she, you know, she'll be comfortable. And therefore, it's not a chatzitza. See, even though that's what Rav Huna was saying, even when the Tanakama is saying, that there is a chatzitza with wool and linen, he's only talking about with the wool and linen that is tied into the hair. And he would agree that when it's, 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 when it's tied around the neck, it won't, it's not going to be so tight because people don't tie it so tightly, and therefore it wouldn't be a chatzitza, and they could go into the mikvah like that. That was Rav Huna's point. It says, Girls can go out with strands in their ears. So what does it mean, the ears? So they would, have, they would put holes in their ears, right? Pierced ears. And then in order to make sure that the hole doesn't clo- close up, they would put strings in it to keep sure to keep the hole there. So they wouldn't never take the strings out. So therefore, if you can um, you can uh, you can wear them outside on Shabbos. But they but they cannot go out with the strings that are around their necks. So it seems that the 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 idea of these strings, the Gemara is assuming, is um, it was there for it's all of the clothing. So they can't be worn on Chavez, I guess because we're scared it's going to be very tight around the neck. And if it's very tight around the neck, if the woman would have to go to the mikvah, she would have to undo it. And therefore, we're scared she's not going to remember to put it back on. I'm going to be a chatzitza. So if you say that the, the strands that a woman wears around her neck, she'll never do too tightly, and therefore wouldn't be a chatzitza, then why can't the woman go out with the strings around their neck? Again, we're assuming the only issue of the strings around the neck on Shabbos has to be because of the point of the mikvah. But if we're saying that the strings around the neck are not a chatzitza by mikvah because they're never done so tight because a woman wouldn't choke herself, so why are we ruling that she, that, 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 that she cannot go out with the strings on her neck? My answer is, I'm Ravina, I'll No. We're dealing with a katla. A katla is a... Um, so, it, 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 it seems that it was actually almost like protecting, protecting her clothing from getting dirty when she's eating. And it was, she was, it was tied around the neck 
and and there were these these strands that were that, that were used to, to tie it. So the women, actually Rashi says, they, they they dafka, and it's based upon the Gemara, the Gemara says in a second, that, that it was actually they dafka made it very tight. They they did wind it very tight around the around the neck because it would force the this the, the skin to protrude and it would look like you know like a fatter chin. And the Gemara says, Isha Chonakas Asma, in that case, the woman will tighten the strap to make it to choke herself. She wants to look like she is, you know, a little bit fatter and plumper woman. That was considered more attractive. So she might do such she might dafka do such a thing. And if she does such a thing, then she would have to she would have to take it off before she goes in the mikvah because that is very tight. So that's dafka, that type of thing with the kala. That's the scenario. Of a, of a woman, you know, she is tied there with the kala, and she's going to make herself look a little bit plumper with her with her, on, on the neck. So that would be a chatzitza, and that therefore would be a problem to go on in Shabbos. But the reg, a regular case where it's not with a kala, but it's just there, uh, it's just there on her neck, you know, to, to hold up the clothing or something like that. So that, in fact, is usually done looser. And if it's usually done looser, then it would not be a problem to go in a mikvah. And then in a chanami, those ones you would be allowed to go out with on Shabbos. Okay, now we go back to. We go back to what Rabbi Yehuda said in the Mishnah Mikvah. So again, the Tanakhama was saying that wool and linen strands in the hair uh, are in fact the chatzitza. Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, Shotem, and Chosin. No, if it's wool, or if it's you know strings of hair that are tied around your own hair, that's not a chatzitza. The water does get in. So Amar Rabbi Yosef, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Allah like Rabbi Yehuda b'chutei seher. We paskin like Rabbi Yehuda by, by, by the strands of hair. Meaning by the wool, we paskin like the Tanakhama that it is a chatzitza. But hair, it doesn't get as tight on the hair. And therefore, it's not a chatzitza. So Amar Rabbi Yehuda, you don't have to say that Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda unless there's a machlokas. So you're assuming that the, that, that the, Tanakhama, the Tanakhama never spoke about strands of hair. He just said strands of wool or linen. So you're assuming that he said the same thing by hair. And now you have to say Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. Who said the Tanakhama? Argues. Maybe you're going to say, of course he argues, because Rabbi Yudah went and brought it up unless he knew the Tanakhama disagreed. So that's not a proof because maybe Rabbi is just saying like a, an argument. He's saying, the same way you agree to me with strands of hair that is not a chatzitza, you should also agree to me with strands of wool that they're not a chatzitza. So we don't have any reason, bottom line, to know that the Tanakhama argues in Rabbi Yudah about strands of hair. So therefore, we have ultimately, we have no reason to say that Allah is like Rabbi Yudah by the strands of hair if we can assume the Tanakhama also agrees. Agreed. So therefore, we don't have, we don't like the wording of this of this halacha that the halacha is like Reb Yudah by, by the chutim of hair. So now the Gemara says like this: Itmar was said, "Amar Dachman Rishmoel, Modem Chalim Reb Yudah B'Chutei Seir." The Chacham and the Tanakam agrees with Reb Yudah by the strands of the hair that they're not a chatzitza. Tanya Ami Alchi Brayso also says like that: Chutei Seir Chosin strands of wool are a chatzitza. Chutei Seir in Chosin strands of hair are not a chatzitza. That's the Tanakama. Reb Yudah Amar Shosem Rishon Seir in Chosin. Just like the hair is not a chatzitza, so too the strand of wool is not a chatzitza. So this Brayso is black and white that the Tanakama agrees that the hair is not a chatzitza. Amar Dachman Rishmoel Masisin Ami Deka. In our mission also you can see like that. Our Mishnah. Again, we're not talking about the laws of chatzitza, but our mission is talking about what the woman can go off and go out with on Shabbos. And as we said, it's based off what would be a chatzitza in the mikvah. Anything that would be a chatzitza, the woman can't go out with because we're scared she's going to take it off and then not remember to put it back on and she would carry on Shabbos. So the Mishnah said, The Mishnah says later on, on Samach Dalid, a woman can go out with strands of hair tied around their hair. If it's her own hair or her friend's hair, hair is okay. Not going to be a chatzitza in the mikvah. So who mani? Who's the mission? Elam Rabbi Yudah Filuchot Zemenai. If it's Rabbi Yudah, should we say even strands of wool? And clearly, our mission said not that way, right? That wool is a problem. Elav Rabbanu, you must be going like the Rabbanon and wool. You cannot go out in the street because it would be a chatzitza, and yet here you could. You see that the Rabbanon do not argue Rabbi with by the strands of there. Shvamina, you can prove that conclusively from that point. 
Okay, so that concludes the analysis of the first section of the Mishnah that a woman cannot go out on Shabbos with anything that would be a chatzitz in the mikvah because she might come to take it off and not put it back on. Our Mishnah holds that includes the strands of wool or linen that get very tight. We spoke about things that are woven thicker and that are looser is not a problem. Um, but, uh, uh, and again, we know now we're a little bit more enlightened that that's only a problem for wool and linen, but, but, but for hair ties, it would not be a problem. Says the Mishnah, Velo betotefes. Mishnah can't go out with the tot- with the totafes. So so and and just the, the Mishnah mentioned again that the totafes <coughs> was tied into the hat. <coughs> so so if it wasn't stitched in the hat, we're scared. We're scared it's going to come off, and that's a problem. Um, that's what the Mishnah seemed to rule. So the, now so now let's analyze. My totafes was totafes. It means it's like a, it's like a, 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 a it's a thing that that it fights the yitzharot. Very interesting, very interesting idea. So according to this, it's not really worn in the, you know, uh, from the hat at all. It just comes off the neck. But um, it fights the Yitzhar. And according to this interpretation right now, it's, it seems like it's forbidden because, not because you're going to show somebody. It's not like, you know, a, a pretty ornament. But it's, um, it's just forbidden because it's like carrying. It's like a burden, I guess. I guess the Gemara is assuming like Mitter Rabbanon, we treat it, we treat it, we treat it, uh, we treat it like a like like a burden. But Umar says, "I'm going to give me a moment of history. Why that this this uh, ornament, this thing that's going against the Yitzhar should be like an amulet that works and it's mutter. We know that an effective amulet, an amulet that's proven that it works, is okay. It's protecting the body. You know, we believe in that stuff. So if we believe in that stuff, then it's not a problem. We don't view that midrabbanon as being uh, as being as being as being a burden. So if we permit a person to, 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 to wear the amulet and we don't consider that a burden, so why why would this be any different if it's fighting the Yitzhara? So if it's fighting the 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 means something else completely. It's some sort of ornament that's worn uh, that's worn on the forehead of a person, Rashi says, and that is that's the one that maker Adin is is okay, but we're scared you're gonna take it off to show someone and therefore it's forbidden. It says when we go out with a hat that's decorated with gold because she's not going to take off her hat. And with, and with the totafas and the sarvitin that are um, attached to it. So from the fact, if they're attached to it, because then you know, you're not going to take off the hat. So from here we see that the totafas must be, that it's, not, it's something that, that's attached to the hat as opposed to what we were saying earlier, the thing that was fighting off the INR is not attached to the hat. So we clearly see totafas is something attached to the hat and that's the rule. If it's attached to the hat, then it's stitched in with, then it's mutter. But the mission was saying, if it's not really stitched in with the hat, it's just hanging off the hat, that's a problem. She might take it off to show to her friend and that's the gather of the issue. Then the mission mentioned sarvitan also, which are like some sort of, you know, again, ornament that comes off of a hat. So what's the difference between them? They're both ornaments coming off the hat. Ezu totefes ve'ezu sarvitin, that the Mishnah was talking about, that both of these are, are also on Shabbos, because you might show a friend. Amaravo, totefes mukafes la ve'ozen lozen. Totefes goes around their forehead from ear to ear, like mamash, like, you know, the tzitz of the, of the, of the, of the Kohen Gadol. Whereas the other one is, uh, goes until, goes around the head, and it goes over the side until it goes all the way to her cheeks. So it's a little bit of a different ornament. We talk about these things that women who were poor used to make these just out of fabric, colored things. Ashiras, but wealthier women also they would make them out of metal, of gold, or silver. Okay, the next thing the mission said was we kavul, that we're not allowed to go into into kavul, <coughs> into the street. So we want to know what in the world is kavul. So says I don't know what kavul is. And what's interesting is that it could have completely two different meanings. It could be kavla da avda. It might mean the mark of a slave, a slave woman, uh, to, to identify them. They sometimes would have um, this kavla that would show everyone that 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 it was that the person was a slave. 
So the mission would be saying that the, the, that, that the slave woman cannot go out with that. And we'll learn more in the Gemara coming up why exactly that's true. What's the prohibition behind that? So it could be that that's what the mission is saying, that the, the slave woman can't go out with the, with the mark. But a different thing, if you have, let's say, this, a cap, and it usually seems like it was under the head covering, comes out from beneath the hat, so it's like, again, it's decorative for the body, so maybe that's okay, and we assume she's not going to take it off because it's a weird thing to take off. And so it's, it's, if it's similar to the hat, then a woman's not going to take it off and everything's okay. Oh, don't worry, maybe. Keep a show summertime. Actually, Quivel means, no, that woolen cap. And the mission is saying it's forbidden to do it because she would take off this woolen cap under the hat. She would hold the hat in place and take off the woolen cap, and that's what's forbidden. In the scenario of the Kavla Dava, is for sure also that wasn't even in the mission. So the Gemara really has no clue what the simple try on the mission is. So Amar Ravot, Mestabek, Wanda, Kibbutz, Shotzemer, Tanana, probably means in Kibbutz, Shotzemer, the woolen cap, and it's forbidden because you might take it off. We see like this in a Brisa, because the Brisa says, Yosi, Yishba, Kavol, Yishma, El Chatzar. A woman can go out with a Kavol or an Istama into, into a Chatzar. We'll see what an Istama is in a minute. Shem, Kavol, Lazar, Amar, Apa, Kavol, Shosram. She even go out into, into the Rishos Harab. Right? Shem, Kavol, Lazar is obviously not concerned that she's going to take it off, so, so, so it's Mutzar. He said, anything that's underneath the hat, Yotzimbo, because what are you going to do? Hold your hat in place while you take it off? Anything that's worn over that, in Yotzimbo, you can't go out because you might take it off. So since Rabbi Shemuel is saying that the woman goes out with the kavl because it's under the hat, so clearly the kavl is something worn under the hat. So that's like that, 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 that tashit of a, that woolen cap worn under the hat and not the mark of a slave. And now we understand the dispute that they had. The Tanakama was saying that the bottom line is she might take it off because she has a hat over it, so she might hold her hat in place and take off the woolen cap, whereas Rabbi Shemuel Lazar is not choshesh. My istamad also mentioned istamad ravi baravi bizyoni, it's bizyoni, my bizyoni, amar rabbi barav, kalya peruche. It's this thing holding back for hairs that are sticking out. So in other words, the idea is after the braid is there, she puts up the cap, there's always some sort of small hairs that are that stick out, and a woman wants to cover these hairs, so she would have like a little scarf that would go under 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 her hat. So that's another type of thing of something being worn under a hat. So the question is, would she would she take that off theoretically or not? That was the machlokas. Okay. There are three things about this There's no isr climb. So the point here is here is that they would just use uh, fibers without make, spinning them into threads. So shotness, it's only it's only if it's spun into thread. If you have materials not spun into thread, there's no isr of shotness. We can't get tumah of saras. Saras also we learn that it has to be a kli, it has to be a baguette. It's only a baguette if it has spun um, spun threads. In Yosem, which is Ram, and your woman can't go out with Rishos Ram because she might take it off. They said another fact like this. Ah, it doesn't have the iser of the, the the crowns that the brides would wear. So after the Chorban Abayis, the Rabbanon said that you can't do anything that shows how happy you are. You have to have a little bit of mourning for the base of Mikdash. So one of the things that brides were not allowed to wear crowns at the weddings. So an istama is not part of this takana. And the reason is because, you know, it's just fabric. It's not like, you know, it's an amazing thing. It's not like it's got these threads in it. And therefore, it was not included in the prohibition of Chazal for wearing uh, when, they got, uh, when they got married.